Coffee Break Collection 14 New Beginnings This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Origin of the Prime Minister by Arthur Guy Terry as george i could not speak english and detested english politics he left off presiding at the meetings of his ministers at which affairs of public importance were discussed now when men meet for business there must always be someone to preside else there can be no order who was to direct the meetings of the ministers gradually as walpole became more and more important he directed the meetings of the ministers and was called the first or prime minister before walpole's time the king's ministers had all been equal and had had to obey only the king or queen but from that time onward the position of prime minister has become more and more important until now he directs a good deal of the action of the other ministers in fact the whole ministry now acts under the general guidance of the prime minister and the chief ministers form what is called a cabinet so that because george i and later on george the second trusted walpole with the control of business for twenty-one years there came this great change in english public life and the prime minister has latterly had far more to do with public affairs than the reigning sovereign we must notice one other result of walpole's long control of public affairs before his time the king or queen often used to forbid the passing of a law but since then this has hardly ever been done george i and then george the second trusted walpole to look after their interests therefore it came to be the custom for the king always to give his assent to bills passed by parliament thus the king's power became less while that of parliament and of the king's ministers became greater and greater remember then that in walpole's time we see the english system of government taking its present form the british owe much to sir robert walpole in other ways he was the first english minister who encouraged commerce by letting raw material come into the country more freely so that manufactured goods became better and cheaper than ever before he also made it easier to export manufactures and before very long the value of exports rose from thirty million dollars a year to more than sixty million dollars the colonies also had some privileges granted to them for their trade and altogether the british empire grew greatly in wealth and power during the long ministry of walpole but his very success raised up many enemies who were jealous of him and tried to poison the public mind against him this was the case when he proposed a very useful reform in the collection of part of the taxes so as to check smuggling at that time money had to be paid to government officers on many articles before they might legally be landed the sums which then had to be paid on silks brandy rum tea tobacco were so large that those articles were often smuggled in secretly 
so as to evade the law as this caused a great loss of revenue walpole proposed to tax these articles when they were in the country and not at the ports but many people had a violent dislike to any such change and as a great clamour was raised he thought it best to drop his measure troubles in scotland and disputes between george the second and his son the prince of wales also added to his difficulties and after a long fight against his foes he had to resign seventeen forty two king george the second was deeply grieved at losing his trusty adviser and falling on his neck he kissed him and begged to see him frequently men soon found out how unable his foes were to take his place and matters went from bad to worse for the next few years after three years of retirement death overtook the statesman who had done so much for the peace and prosperity of his country englishmen regretted his downfall until a greater statesman came to power william pitt earl of chatham End of The Origin of the Prime Minister